Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on! Exclusively on the Parkville Network. And uh, you can find more stuff out about our Parkville Network and our company, which is Parkville Media at parkvillemedia.com, ironically enough. Thank goodness that was available in the URL store, Parkville <laughs> Media. Otherwise, we'd have been screwed. I know. We already got our business cards, got our logo, got everything. So exactly. it's a good thing. I'm just yeah. updating my Tomb Blast oh, real quick. Yeah. yeah, we won the team uh, tournament this past weekend. No big deal. Yeah. How many tokens do you have, by the way? As like, far as? Like the those things that you're throwing the, into your- right Yeah. There's only 2,000 in there. Oh, got it. I know. I hover right around that two, 3,000 mark. Beth has like 60,000. She, <laughs> she even saves, she's a great saver anyway, but she even saves digital fake coins. Like she'll hoard them. I don't understand yeah. that. If I need them, I use them. Yeah, I mean, me too. But yet she's still on like episode, whatever, not episode. It actually is episode. Uh, level <laughs> like 5,000, whatever the highest one is. So who knows? I have no idea what the highest. I know my team. We're at 4,131. They, uh, we Googled it one time, and the company that makes this, Tune Blast, said they make about 1,500 levels a week is what they make. That's really? What, that's what they try to make. It's fi- about 1,500 new levels. Have you ever played Two Dots? No. Um, no, I've heard of it, but I've never played it. It's fun. Yeah? I like it. Yeah, I like that. I like that one, too. I started, I think it's called Two Dots. Yeah, Two Dots. Yeah, and it's just connecting dots to make them you know, go away, whatever. Oh yeah. That does sound like fun. Slide things down, but it's just, just another one of those stupid mindless things that, and you know, fill your time. Right. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, back to Parkville media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parkville media. And I don't know if we've ever, we've, we've talked about some of the shows that, um, that we have some of the podcasters that we have and some of them, uh, more on the local side, definitely, you know, you've got like your, uh, Nick Ma, and we've had him on our podcast itself too. And he's been doing great with his podcast. Um, and of course, Shick and Nick doing great as well. Yeah. Shick and Nick are back. Shick and Nick are back. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, and sometimes I get lost. Sometimes I'm in my office a lot, right? But if I'm editing <laughs> Shick and Nick, uh-huh. 90% of the time it's I'm re-listening to things because it, they're two of the funniest people when they're together. Yeah. I, that I've ever, I've ever heard, I've ever met. It's like, I mean, seriously, you are literally a fly on the wall because mm-hmm. they, they couldn't care less who's listening to them. They're just, <laughs> right. they're just seriously having a conversation that we're recording. It's not even a podcast, so to speak. It's just, they're on the phone. Let's hit record. And that's, you never know what they're going to talk about. Boy, I miss Runza's bull. Oh, I miss you, you want to know what a great day in my life? When I discovered there was a Runza in Lawrence, Kansas, my freshman year. <laughs> Cue up KP because I was driving in Lawrence, Kansas, and I saw Runza, and he immediately did this. Oh. But Brohan, oh, yeah. I was like, no way. <laughs> I got to where I knew the owner and the manager. When I walked in, they're like, Nick, it might as well have been cheers with me. I was like, hey, how's it going? You know the drill. Number two, catch a bowling. You know that. You know it. Why is he yelling time? No, I don't know. Can you just explain... <laughs> Why Will Farrell is screaming at a, at a, a Runza, Runza employee? At a Runza restaurant. Oh, Runza. Oh, God, it was so delish. 
I tried to check. I tried to put By all the, the way, KU guys on it. They <laughs> like you. A couple of my college buddies from Colorado came to Nebraska, <laughs> and. Jason, my buddy, he come, he, we were in the restaurant along with my buddy Matt and me, and we're there and we're ordering at Runs. I go, guys, this is Runs Like. Have you ever been to Runs Like? <laughs> no. Oh, guys, you got to try a Runs Like. It's Nebraska. You got to try Runs. We get up to the front. Jason goes, oh, I, I guess I'll have a cheese Runza. The next guy, Matt, I guess I'll have a regular Runza. I go, guys, it's awesome. I walk up. What would you like? I'll have a cheeseburger. <laughs> I had them order runs. I ordered a cheeseburger. They didn't like the runs. They were I'm mad like, at you. Ah. I just didn't want one. They, they, were, they were mad at you. Oh. I just didn't want one. I think it's in the DNA. You have Nebraska. To, yeah. yeah. I think it's because there are a lot of people I know that aren't from Nebraska and have just do not understand the infatuation with Runza. I think if you had one around you, you do. I love Runza. My God. Nah, there's there's one right next to the doggy daycare when I pick up Jack. And it takes every ounce, mm-hmm. every ounce that I have in my body to resist. Um, just. Don't, don't, God, those onion rings are so good. I know. And their burgers are the you gotta stop best. Talk, you gotta, the- we got to stop talking about it. I've tried to really not talk about food that I can't eat anymore because <laughs> runs is, my, is for me too. Then I realized I can't oh. feel my legs because my belt's too tight <laughs> and my stomach's fat. Anyway, chickennick.com. You can go to their website. You can go to parkvillemedia.com um, to get more info on them. Subscribe and everything to their podcast. It's new every week on Monday. More of that, mm-hmm. right? Um, also, um, locally, one of the one of the most inspirational people, I swear to God, and he's been like a, just like a, mentor to us and well, he's been on our podcast too a couple a few times he, he has he yeah. has he's and and people have met him for the first time and they're on our podcast and are like i want more of that in my life because he he works to inspire and motivate mm-hmm. he's a real estate icon in in the area no doubt about it everybody's seen his face either on a billboard or in a magazine or wherever with uh, van deeb when he had his real estate company and he's still very active in that community um, but he travels the nation right now, obviously he hasn't been able to go do his thing. So he's, he's really heavy on his podcast. And, um, you know, a lot of people are, are getting to know him through his podcast as well as Van Deeb. So what's really amazing, which I don't believe in coincidence, but what's really amazing is the group survivor who did the scene, the theme song for all the Rocky movies. 20 years later, when I had my company D Realty, I was looking for a recording studio and artist to record my jingle. The lady at the recording studio I found in Memphis, Tennessee said, well, what kind of a theme are you looking for? And I said, you know what? My favorite movie 20 years ago was Rocky. If you could give me something with that energy as our our jingle for Deeb Realty, I would love it. And she kind of chuckled on the other end and she goes, so you like the theme songs from the Rocky movies? I said, yes. She goes, well, I'll be glad to tell my husband that. Her husband was Jimmy Jameson, the lead singer of Survivor, who did all the Rocky movies. She said to me, how would you like it if I could get him in the studio to record your jingle? Ladies and gentlemen, I went nuts. And it was really cool because... People would hear my jingle on the radio, and they would call me and say, that sounds like the same group that did the Rocky theme songs. And I said, it was. Isn't that amazing how that cha- that movie changed my life, and 20 years later, the, the group is singing my theme songs. I don't believe in coincidence that was supposed to happen. That's awesome. I love I that story. What are the odds of that? Yeah, yeah. 
He pulls yeah. a lot of those kind of things together for you. And just it's just a fun podcast to listen to. And um, that is new every Monday on Parkville Network. Vandeep.com for more info on that. Subscribe everything. You'll, you will not be disappointed. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of them, uh, the newer one is Open Kitchen. Um, and uh, Brian O'Malley. He's with Metro Community College, uh, the head of their culinary department. Until we started and, uh, Parkville and working with these guys, I had no idea that Metro had such a huge culinary presence in the entire country. Like it's known around the world as crazy. one of the best. It's incredible. So glad that they, and it was, it was great meeting Brian. Brian too, he's from Omaha. He doesn't sound like it though. Not one bit. I don't know where he picked up that accent, right. but it's, it is smooth. It is. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great And he's host. a poet, he practically. Is. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's a linguist. <laughs> Listen to this. Kevin Shin's with me on this episode of The Open Kitchen, and he's talking to us about a wide range of topics. Most of them are heartfelt and sincere and give an insight ride into kind of the the man he is and what it took for him to, to muster the emotional strength to be a chef in the first place and about losing his love and regaining hope and making people enjoy the environments that we build for them. It's a breathtaking conversation. I was honored to be a part of it, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. We're in a nurturing profession. We're, we're producing food, caring for people, and ironically, we have one of the worst industries for addiction, suicide, you name it, burnout. But what is wrong with that picture? You're not alone in thinking that these yeah. days. I, yeah. I feel like it's a theme that at every conference I go to or a new intro to a book I read, and about half of the people I talk to as a part of this podcast, it's just bubbling up in us now that we have this, we do so much of taking care of other people right. and very little, I don't know, self-care is seems to be a buzzword that's dying about it. But we're missing this chance to to do these things we obviously know how to do because we do them for other people, right? That act of mm-hmm. making someone yes. feel welcome, we but don't even do to ourselves. That's like, why I became a chef. That's exactly why I became a chef because there was something in me that I loved to cook and I loved to set the table for people. And I, when I got going, um, one of my primary goals in my kitchen or restaurant in general was I wanted to create a workplace that people enjoyed coming to. He's the head chef of bread and cup. I've heard of bread mm. and cup is, is fantastic. And that whole episode is you just get lost in it yeah. from Brian's voice to what they talk about, the way they talk about it. And they go behind the scenes more of, of the kitchen environment, yeah. which is something that I haven't heard a podcast do. So it's very unique. Very cool. I, the thing that, that struck me when they were just starting that conversation is how we've missed out on that for the last three months. Yeah. Right. You know, everybody's been doing it for themselves. I mean, granted, but, but that's what chefs, you know, for, mm-hmm. for the last three months, they haven't been able to do that. Right. Yeah. True. The people, you never think of them in those terms. You just think of them as putting recipes and yeah. cooking your food, but they actually are thinking about it. Yeah. They're artists. I mean, really, really? speaking of artists, I am pissed at block 16. We're talking about food again. <laughs> have you seen the food porn they put out You've, today? You have got to just block them. I <laughs> I know. <laughs> Unfollow. It I, is. It's insane. Every time they drop, they, they'll drop just a picture of something and say, "Hey, how about this today?" And you're just like, oh, "What?" Listen to all these words. Okay. Smoked pork cheddar mac and cheese enchiladas. Oh. <laughs> is there a picture? Uh, yes. 
That's enough. I'm going to block. Block. I'm blocking block, block 16. Block. Blocked. Block. You can't. You got to go back to it. And if you, even if you do, somebody will repost There's it. There's nothing you're better. Gonna, They're so good. <laughs> okay, we got to stop talking about food. Okay. Um, let's see. What can we do? What would be the, the exact opposite of that would probably be uh, out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So this clip, too, is um, it's Danny Woodhead, Matt Slauson. Former Huskers, NFL, NFL players, um, and but they've been, of course, doing zooms back and forth. But um, Danny actually came into the studio for the first time about a week ago and recorded somebody. But but Slauson was still out on his farm because he's doing a lot of work. Zoomed huh? in, and it's and I'm on this one too because they call me Tiger. I'm I'm rarely <laughs> on, but when they do, they call me Tiger Wood, single Wood, not Woods. <laughs> so they're talking to Will Montgomery in here. He played for the Patriots, Jaguars, whatever. So. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, no big oh, deal. That's, but that's aside from the point. Yeah. This is this is like one of those things that happens. Uh, it's one of those in the box kind of things. And this would have happened had COVID-19 not hit. Had we not had to do Zooms, we wouldn't have had this moment. This conversation yeah, wouldn't have happened. This will. But but the night before that game. Uh, so that that was the fourth. <laughs> week, your right? dog. <laughs> is that you panting or is that your dog? panting? <laughs> Definitely me. Oh, hey, her, her, get out of here. Go on. <laughs> Well, I didn't know if that was the producer on Woodhead. <laughs> like, what's going on in the background, Woodhead? Tiger I can't does. see the guy behind the, the camera. Bro, Tiger does, Tiger like, does what some... Do you guys, what kind of podcast do you guys Bro, run in here? Sometimes, that's what Tiger does a lot. He does a lot of weird things behind the camera, and he just usually mutes his mic, but it's, sometimes right. he'll just give the... <laughs> oh, my God. It's exciting yeah, around here. Yeah. It's really exciting around this place. <laughs> yeah, Tiger does that a lot, and also Pat does too. Um, <laughs> oh gosh! The episode that comes out next week, Sloth's still on the farm, and he was too close to a bird nest. And at one point, their next guest is like, "Dude, are you sitting in a bird cage?" Like it was like the bird was like. Well, you remember? Okay, you remember when just recently? Uh, Joe Biden had done uh, yes. that video from home and he was on the balcony the and all anybody, you, you, you literally got lost in the sound of the honking Yes, <laughs> because it was so noisy around him. And I'm, I'm so mad at whoever his production crew, you know, he has people there. Yes. You know, he does. I, I'm sorry. There are people that are quarantined with him. You know that they're bunkered down with him. Take care of that stuff. Help him. My God. Just shoo him away. Exactly. Do whatever. It's so irritating. That's um, hilarious. So you can find them on um, OON Pod or OON Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, O-O-N. and Facebook. Out yeah. of Nowhere. Out of Nowhere Podcast. Uh, let's jump to uh, Jack Riggins. Oh, love uh, Jack Riggins. He's love, been on our podcast. He has. Times. In his podcast is Dark Side of Elite. And um, as a former, not former. Once a seal, always a seal. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, he he talks about that mindset a lot in his podcast, and, and he goes into some really interesting areas. Just talking about what it takes to be to have that elite mindset. You know, the kind of mindset that your top professional athletes, your politicians at the top. I mean, really that that mindset that you have to have to be in the elite one percent that no most people aren't you don't even have the the gumption to try to get there but for them it is it must it has to happen and his was like and his and, is life and death and if you want to get to the top uh, top level of your profession whatever it is you kind of have yeah, to have that same mindset you do i mean danny woodhead is one of them yeah, he's part of their he's part of their group, yeah. the performance mountain and they talk about his mindset and how competitive he is in everything he does even when it's supposed to be fun mm-hmm. nothing's fun no nothing right. unless he's winning 
Exactly. No, it's true. Yeah, he's even said with his Dan, yeah. back to Danny that with his kids in the backyard, he they, he has a putting green. I mean, obviously, <laughs> has a putting green, and he just he won't do it because he has to win. Has to win. He will drain a thirty foot putt on his five year old. He doesn't care. So anyway, so back to Jack, and Jack's local too, Fremont, um, and just it's just interesting to hear the conversations he has. What's the one thing I learned in twenty years in SEAL Team? Have a plan. You got to execute it, and then you got to adapt. Right? That's what we do well. We drop egos at the door. You can't be in the units. You can hardly be in any military unit, let alone SEAL team, without dropping your ego and finding out what you suck at. In the process of addiction, which is nothing more than change behavior, it is a way to change your thinking, which then changes your decisions, which then changes your behaviors. Change your thinking, changes your decisions, changes your behaviors. Back to the basics. Admit I have a problem. Admit I want to change. Why do you want to change? Well, because if you answer that honestly, you're going to tell me the problem. Reason that people aren't successful in some things because they really don't want to look at the problem or they don't know how. And that's why coaches and mentors and teachers are so important because people that are good at helping explore those dynamics help people understand the problem and then chart the course out of it. I found it fascinating that Everything I dealt with on a personal level was also some key cornerstones in my professional level. He's so good. Wow. He's so good. And, and he's yeah. lived through all of it. Mm. So you, you listen yeah. to every word that he says because he's experienced it. He talk, when he talks about addiction, he's, he's talking about he knows. Mm-hmm. Pers- yeah, personally. Personally. Right? He's in, and coming out of it. Yep. Um, it, it's, that's where he goes to the dark side of elite is where do you have to go in your brain to get there? It's it's fascinating. So yeah. if you get a chance to listen it to really him, is, it's awesome. It's this kind of fun, just kind of yeah, I skipping love it. through the the programs that we got. And it's kind of a different type of podcast for us, but just so you know what the, the variety that's out there. I mean, we should try to do this every <clears throat> week with all the new episodes that come out on Parkville. Try and throw something together. Yeah, yeah. we should just because yeah. there's so many other because um, all of these that we played so far, they're all um, they come out every week. They're right. weekly. They're weekly podcasts, and they're all um, local people. Right. Uh, um, the local people or they have local ties well, like Dax was on our show for what, 12, 15, yeah. 10 years. Want to take a second to thank American Heart Association for being mm-hmm. a supporter of our podcast. Absolutely. Really proud to be working with them and passing along some good information. Would you recognize the most common signs of a stroke? They're important to know. Just remember, fast. Face, arms, speech, and time. Fast. Exactly. If one side of their face droops when they smile, if they can't keep both arms raised in the air or their speech is slurred or strange or you see any of those signs, call 911 immediately. When it comes to a stroke, every second counts. My grandfather had a stroke right. and I realized that and they got to him in time and it helped. It's all in the, this the simplest thing. Remember, fast. Face, arms, speech, time. Visit heart.org to learn more about how to prevent a stroke and recognizing the warning signs of a stroke. One of them is your second season, which is Susan and Cynthia. Um, and we've had them on before and they talk about, it's for women and men, honestly, exploring what the hell's going on about the time you hit, oh, I don't know, 40. Uh, and, and things start changing. Kids are getting out of school or maybe kids are in high school and parents are getting older and, and you know maybe other life changes. Maybe there's divorce. Maybe there's dating. Maybe there's hormones. Maybe there's all kinds of stuff going on. Um, and she actually has some events coming up. If you get a chance to go to our website at your coming up, there's going to be some big stuff coming, uh, probably in the next week or so as we speak right now, it's the middle of June. Um, you're going to see a, an event that's coming that they're doing a virtual summit, which is fascinating because they've got these amazing speakers. 
Um, there's like 10 of them from yeah. all over the country. And um, just kind of talking on specific, if go to their website, yeah, just, it's just really good. bookmark it's very, it if you're at all interested in that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, and it's, it's super inexpensive and uh, yeah, it's, it's and great. a lot of information. And like I said, men and women, because there are a lot of guys who are like, are what is going on? Mm-hmm. And, and it happens to guys too. Yeah. Just different. It's just different. You, women but, have it a lot worse. So, but you know, you've uh, learned a lot, haven't you? Oh, geez. <laughs> I have learned a lot about everything. I've learned a lot about everything having to do with that woman, women, <laughs> women's everything. Yeah. You're right. You're, you're teaching. Are you schooling Beth? Uh, well, I've, I've, I've told her things that she already knew, but she was blown away that I had any idea that about that. That some of this stuff is yes. coming, some of this stuff is happening. No clue. Um, but anyway, the ladies they talk to all kinds of great guests. Who who is this one? Uh, Rachel Hart. This was a part two episode <gasps> yes. of Rachel Hart. She was great. This is going to sound really simple, but you have to expect when you say no, right? Because you have to say no if we want to break a habit. We have to actually stop the habit, but you have to expect that it's going to be challenging at first. And this is not what most people do. Most people expect, no, it should be easy. I should just be able to say no whenever I want to. And if it's not easy, then maybe there's something wrong. Maybe I have a problem. Maybe something's wrong with my brain. Simply the act of expecting, no, you know what? It's going to be challenging at first because I have unknowingly taught my brain when we're stressed, we have a drink. Or when it's five o'clock, mm-hmm. we have a drink. Or when it's Friday, we have a drink. Or when my partner says, do you want to share a bottle of wine? I say yes. You've taught your brain in so many situations, whether it is an emotion or a time of day or what someone else is doing, you've taught your brain, hey, this is when we get a reward. And so to start to shift that, you have to expect that your brain is going to be like, hey, what's going on here? I want that reward. <laughs> and that is where the first place where people create resistance. They don't want it to be challenging. They think if it's challenging, it means something has gone wrong or that something's wrong with them. And so they st- that's when they start to like, oh, I don't want to look. I don't want to acknowledge that it's difficult. So I always tell people, just expect that it's going to be challenging at first and expect like, think of your lower brain, which is the part of your brain that is most primitive. It cares about that reward from the drink, think of it like a toddler, right? And that toddler is just like going to come up with every excuse yes. under the book. <laughs> yeah. That is a great analogy, actually. I have actually experienced, I call myself, I'm crossing my arms and I'm throwing the two-year-old fit. <laughs> yeah, right? You're like, I've been so good. Today was so hard. I'll be better tomorrow. You know, how could I possibly, like you just expect that your brain is going to come up, that lower part of your brain is going to come up with all the excuses When you anticipate it, you're going to respond to it differently. But again, we don't anticipate it because we think it should just be easy. We think that everyone should just be able to say no and it's easy. Um, And then you can start responding to it differently because we're not all our lower brain. We're not just the most primitive part of our brain. We have a human brain. We have the most advanced brain out there. We're just not used to engaging that part, our higher brain, our prefrontal (laughs) cortex, a part of us that can weigh the pros and cons, that engages in higher reasoning and logic. We're not used to using that part of our brain to manage our primitive brain. And that's really what I'm teaching. That's, that's interesting. That's for dudes too, not well, just ladies. You know, and, and interesting too, I have to listen to I'm like, man, that's fascinating. I like the way she talks about the lower brain, but they say that we only use 10% of our brain. Yeah, that's that what really, That there's a lot more to access. There's a lot more, as we talked to Rihanna, higher vibrations. Yes. And once you see that, it's hard to go back where you were and it's hard to listen to those conversations or 
uh, agree with those ideas. You know, you, you've moved yep. beyond and talking about your, your lower brain as a toddler, that is the truth. Right. Isn't it? I know that's, it's fascinating. That whole, those, that, this, the second part uh, just dropped this week. First one was last week. It's very interesting. That's, the whole, that is the truth. Anytime you try to change any kind of a pattern, whether it's a diet or a job or a new career, mm-hmm. we'll say that. And a lot of people are facing that right now yeah. and you get resistance and you just think, well, I can't, I obviously can't do this. And that's not what it is. That's just your toddler, yeah. <laughs> toddler youth. Crossing your hissy. arms, pouting. That's exactly <laughs> like what season said. That's so funny. <laughs> I like that. All right. Now, Hollywood Raw. Dax Holt has been around with us years, years. He was with TMZ for years, started his own company. Their podcast with Adam Glenn has evolved, Hollywood Raw. And and this, he has the best guests. It's just, it's phenomenal. I want to know just, I mean, seriously, his contact list has got to be. He said, he told me the other day that he hasn't even accessed his A-listers yet. Like, you know, his, even his B-listers. He's no waiting. offense to the people who have already right. been on. Yeah, sorry, Bill Engel, who was on this week. <laughs> But yeah, that's what that's what he said. He's like, he goes, we're just going to wait till we get a little bit more momentum, and yeah. then really. And right now, the momentum they've been published in like every paper in the land, uh, all the top ones as far as entertainment news, uh, in the top of entertainment news podcasts in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're just killing it. They, they are. really are. And Bill Engvall, if you're not familiar, um, blue collar comedy tour that was with Foxworthy, um, and Larry the Cable uh, Larry guy, the cable guy mm-hmm. was part of that. Um, oh, what's his name? The guy that's always got the drink in his hand. Can't fix it. Oh, um, White. Yeah. I was going to say Frank White, but he played second base for the Royals. Uh, Ron White. Ron, <laughs> Ron White. Ron yeah. White. Can't yeah. fix stupid. Yeah. Yeah. They're all part of that gang. And Bill Engvall is one of my faves. Every comic has always had just a night that a horrible gig. What was your worst like bombing experience? Everyone's oh, got one. Oh, that's so easy. Uh, I got hired for a corporate job. Uh, down in Florida. And I had been into business maybe a year or two. And this guy called and said, hey, I got an international company. We're having our convention down in Florida and we want to have you. And I said, okay, great. And the money was good. And uh, I said, you know, I was kind of finding out. I said, how many people in the show? He said, it's 100 guys. And I said, okay, of that 100 guys, how many are international? How many are American? He goes, oh, it's 90, 90 American salesmen and 10 foreign guys. I said, okay, great. I get there, I get into the room. It is the room is pitch black except for a spotlight on stage. And I start doing my show and for 10 minutes there was not a titter. I mean not even a cough. And I was thinking, "Oh my god." I go, "This material kills in the club. I don't understand." So I I kind of did a few more minutes and I said uh I st- and in my head, I'm thinking, okay, just tell them to fly you back home. They can keep their money. The show sucks. <laughs> and uh, I finally looked out into the darkness and I said, fellas, I go, I said, I just listened to a bead of sweat roll down the crack of my ass. <laughs> I said, uh, I said, this isn't in work. And you guys, uh, you guys, you know, I apologize. And out of the darkness, I hear this guy go, do you do any South African jokes? And I said, South African. I go, dude, I'm from Texas. I just thought there was Africa. And <laughs> so I said, look, thank you. I'm sorry this didn't go the way you want. And I walked off stage. And the guy that booked me goes, why'd you get off stage? And I go, because they're not laughing. He goes, they're British. They don't laugh. And I go, well, why did you hire a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> and, and like every comedian, you find a way. So what I did was I got a beer. 
<laughs> and I went to every table and sat with them and told them the dirtiest jokes I knew, and they loved it. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Did, uh, do you, like, when you think back, does it give you anxiety just even thinking back on that night? Corporate jobs give me a lot of anxiety. Uh, I think any comedian will tell you that because they're not paying to see you. You're just a break in the meetings. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've had shows where, uh, <laughs> like, there was one, the uh, the CEO, just, I mean, literally seconds before I walked on stage to go, leaned over, he goes, hey, don't say the name of the company. And I said, why? And he goes, because we've been sold and half these people don't have a job tomorrow. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, what? God. <laughs> <laughs> that's so brutal that one or you get i had one where they the guy is out there and he goes hey i just want to thank everybody for coming here tonight i know it's kind of a weird night uh i guess a lot of you guys some of you may not know uh bob our cfo was killed in a car wreck today and uh well here's bill langball he's gonna make it <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god they just don't care <laughs> So, so funny. Those guys are hilarious. And Dax is in the West Coast, Adam's East Coast, and they do their podcast weekly, and it works perfectly. Yep. It's, it's great. And yeah, Adam is a, a paparazzi guy, so he's got a lot of these connections, and um, yeah. Yeah, knows, he's, he knows Oprah very well. So I'm like, dude, you got to get Oprah. Oh, my God. So anyway, Hollywood Raw, just search it, and everywhere, um, you'll it's, find it you'll on the charts it. and everything. Yeah, yeah, they're killing it. Absolutely. So those are those are just some of them, some of the podcasts that we've got. We've got almost 30. We love it. So um, and every week, and all the ones that we just played today, they come out every week. So make sure you search them out. You go to our yeah. our website, parkvillemedia.com, and their links are all there, too. Subscribe, subscribe, rate, subscribe. review. Subscribe. <laughs> I'm word conservation, so I'm subscribe you. It's conflustered. Just, I'm totally, I'm, I'm something. <laughs> Uh, and while you're at it, you can subscribe to ours if you already haven't. It's Pat and JT. <laughs> Go to our website, patandjt.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.